<laughs> there are two Rickies on my album, and it's scaring me. to our severe case of indecision our completely biased opinions with Ian and Tyler and an extra speedy uh, 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 an extra speedy version of sound audits uh, welcome back how are we today Tyler good good how about you Ian uh, we're, we're doing alright we're doing alright we're experiencing technical difficulties with voice meter I can tell by the shades of Tyler's face that he is currently changing around tabs on his computer as to rectify situations that are currently unrectifiable because we are using free programs and free program- programs suck dick but um, yep. that's where we're at right now. Pretty much so, like as I am right now, I'm fine. But when I got an inch closer to that, like the first thing that I said, good, good, I blew my own ears out. <laughs> so that's, that's where, where we're at. we are. Yep. All right. So we've been talking about doing shorter episodes of the podcast for a while now just to catch up on some albums that we thought were uh, worth mentioning. Um and I think that's where we're starting today because I mean the, the, there's so much material that we have to cover there's just a lot of stuff there's, that we're interested in talking about yeah and yeah. not enough time in the day to cover it so we're shortening it down possibly releasing uh, two shorter episodes in one week just so you, you get the same amount of content that's two more transitions for me but that's okay Um, so what are we talking about today, Tyler? This guy, this guy, um, Tyler's excited to talk about because guess what, folks? He saw him live. There's an artist that is oh, alive yeah. today. Tyler saw him live. Yeah. That's just the fuck. That's it's kind the of rule. it's kind of funny talking about all the artists, and it's like hmm. it's a good show. <laughs> um, that made me sound like the most pretentious prick. <laughs> um, Denzel Curry was awesome. His show was great. He was opening for Billie Eilish. Lots of teenage girls at that show. Yay. Who yeah, weren't I, I, anticipating I, seeing Denzel Curry. Not, I'm not sure how the crowd identified with his music because <laughs> I, I feel as though that's not his Yeah, they're 14-year-old white audience. girls. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the farthest away from Denzel Curry's audience that you could possibly get. Even though Denzel Curry's audience is mainly 18-year-old white men. Right. <laughs> There's an unreasonable amount of people in Carroll County who are white that listen to rap. Yep. Because and Denzel has white. captured their hearts. Absolutely. Each and every one. He's captured mine. I think that I've listened to Denzel Curry's uh, all of his albums pretty much, if unless there's a mixtape that I don't know about, which there probably is. But I listen to Imperial on. I listen to Imperial. I listen to. Um, I listen to Taboo. Taboo was insane. Imperial was great. Um, and I've listened to some of his other side material as well, some of the singles and stuff, a lot of the um, a lot of the uh, off-album tracks that never really got put onto anything. I mean, I, I haven't listened to his EPs yet. That's the one thing that I haven't gotten into that I need to listen to. But the thing is about Denzel Curry is Denzel Curry is the reason that I got into Trap. Um, Denzel Curry converted me because Denzel Curry is amazing. He is so hyper aggressive 
Um, and he's so animated. He's got s- such versatility in his uh, music and everything from the production to his flows to his lyrical content. His lyrical content a lot of times is amazing, like grade A lyrical content, um, especially on Taboo. Taboo was a, a new peak for Denzel. Um Really happy that he hit that because that was that was a fantastic album. I think that was last year at this point. I think it was twenty eighteen. Yeah, um, nobody was really anticipating this one, this new Denzel Curry album entitled Zoo, spelled with two U's instead of two O's. He's Denzel. You can't fault him. Um, yeah, his first, like his debut album was called Thirty Two Zell. So I'm pretty. Was that? An, I think that was a mixtape. I'm pretty sure that wasn't considered an album. Maybe I'm just retarded. I mean, that mentally was, challenged. That was his first album. Okay. Well, technically speaking, challenged. under the record uh, PH Recordings, which is like what gave him his uh, big break, um, Imperial was in 2016, Taboo was in 2018, and that brings us to 2019 with Zoo. Zoo, yes. Now, the other two... Uh, projects that I listened to from Logic have been kind of different from Zoo. Um, Logic. What? You said Logic. I said Logic. Shoot me. Uh, the first, the the two Denzel albums that I've listened to have been f- much different from Zoo in the fact that Zoo is a banger album. Imperial was that way as well. Imperial had a lot of bangers on it. A lot of bangers on it. A lot of bangers on it. But Zoo is made for that sole purpose. For the sole purpose of being bumped the shit out of. Um, So it's interesting for him to be making that... um, I think it's pretty much just to hold his fans over until the the, the next big release that he made at least that's what i that's what the talk of the town was when this album was released back in what june i think it was or july it was sometime in the summer but um quick bio on denzel curry denzel ray don curry um is a miami uh rapper and singer and um does he produce his own stuff i he might produce his own stuff i can't really remember but i think um, he produces most of it yeah um, but he's been around. He's so oh, how old is he? He was born in nineteen ninety five. So what would that make him at this point? Twenty four years old. Fair. Um. But um. Yeah, the fact that he's Miami is a uh, kind of important in that uh, Miami shows up a lot on this album. At least references to Florida and Miami people and all that stuff. He re- references some. Uh, deceased rappers from Miami or from Florida, um, aka XXX and Tassione, and uh, another guy that I wasn't really familiar with. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, that's Denzel Curry for you. I mean, this album. Hold on. Uh, this album was released in May, so it was. We c- could have covered it technically, but um, we just didn't get around to it because we were too busy reviewing lo- busy reviewing Logic. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, this album is, uh, 12 songs long and something like 28 minutes long. Uh, there were two singles leading up to it, Ricky and Speedboat, both of which were fantastic, if I do say so myself, but, um, 
Shall, shall we get get into what we did like about this album, Tyler? Do you think we're ready yeah. for that? Um, or do you, you want to just like mention quickly what his like breakout song was? Because it was everywhere. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, um, meme culture has propelled many a people at this point into the mainstream. Uh, Oliver Tree, great example. Lil Nas. Lil Nas, yes. another great example. Uh, Billy Eilish sort of wrote in on oh, sort of like this weird culty meme wave. It was something weird. Yeah. Like she, I mean, she was inner and a spawn of the internet. Um, but um, Denzel Curry is no stranger to that. In that, when the bottle flip challenge was, anybody remember that one? Anybody? Uh, ah, fuck. Any of that? <laughs> I just hit my hand on my mic. Anybody in the anybody in the uh, nosebleeds raising their hands at that one? Because I am the one to wear it. I don't need a gun to get respect up on the street. Another son, the best. Denzel Curry uh, made that song ultimate, which in fact is a banger. That's actually like a legit good song. So uh, don't take it for the meme status and like just hate it because it's a meme. And it was overused, and people used it to death. Um, I just said the same thing twice, but um, yeah, good song. Go check it out. Uh, now are we ready to get into uh, what we liked? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! All right. So as I said, as I stated earlier, uh, this is an album of bangers. Okay. Um, now you take that as you will. This is not a deep album. This is not an album for, uh, being deep in thought and introspective and all that shit. No, no, these are, uh, lose your mind kind of songs. Club bangers. Yes, absolutely. Agreed. Um, and for those of you that aren't familiar with Denzel Curry, Denzel Curry is probably the most energetic and animated um and aggressive um trap rapper out there he's kind of sure he's kind of a it's kind of a cartoon character in a way way yeah i can yeah i can see that yes for sure like i don't know the dude just has so much energy he does like it's ridiculous how much it's superhuman yes Absolutely agree. And he he's like the type of guy who like like I don't know. He's kind of funny. Like I can see him like going and like playing golf in the morning and then trapping all night, right? And playing a show and then going out and drinking with friends and then waking up and like like going to breakfast in the morning like nothing happened. He's just kind of like a ball of energy. Yeah, doesn't stop. Agreed. And he kind of, you know, he does put out a fair amount of music, so... He puts he, out a, a lot has, of music. He has a strong worth it, well, work ethic as yeah, well. Yeah, agreed. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Um, what did you think of the two singles that he released? I know we both agree on Ricky. Um, because Ricky is a good way to uh, open up what we're talking about here, because Ricky is very representative of what you'll hear, hear across the album. Right. Ricky, Ricky is a short two-minute, like, 30-second... Um, short and sweet song doesn't overstay its welcome at all um, but it goes insane it's ridiculous and it was also it's one of the most hype. interesting messages that he displays it's a pretty, on the album about it's like, like a 
familial about what it's about like he's basically honoring his parents right because they both gave him um the both of his parents kind of gave him contradicting advice and he kind of like formed his own belief based on it and it's like i don't know it's just good it's a very bouncy song it's kind of not like that it's all, all the, over the place, but it's like it is all there's over the a place. lot of ideas. Yeah, there's the one of the things that I love about this album and about Denzel Curry in general is his his attention to detail, which so much trap rap lacks. Either that, or they get too lost in the details. I think he has good balance between both of them because he adds a lot of there's a lot of like I recognize it today. There's a lot of like metallic scraping mm-hmm. in like the backs of the instrumentals and stuff like that. It's. He adds a lot of sound play and stuff to these uh, otherwise seemingly one-dimensional beats, but they just they go insane. They go ridiculous. Like Zoo, the opening track, I think is even shorter. It's like two minutes, like two minutes straight, and it's he just he screams his brains out on top of these instrumentals. I love it. I don't know. I don't know what you think, but I fucking yeah. Love the it. man has no problem capturing his energy right and while we're talking it, about oh, okay go ahead go ahead nope go ahead nope, while we're thing. on the topic of screaming the triple j performance the uh the uh bulls on parade cover that he did uh back in march which was preceding this album um for those of you who didn't see that holy shit there were so many people saying that denzel curry should be doing rock just because he's like holy oh holy moly um (laughs) the amount of energy he displays uh even just on on that song of cover song of all things in particular is just was insane and he got so much he got so much street cred off of that thing from like the metal and the hard rock and all the the just the rock community in general was just like props to you dude for this thing because people were so impressed across the board myself included and it made me go back and actually like listen to rage against the machine because i'd heard i think i'd heard bulls on parade a couple of times beforehand i never really took much of it because i hadn't heard in years before then but like Bulls on Parade is one of the best rock songs ever written. And he actually did it for fair justice. And it was I props to you. Tip my hat. Really good job. A plus. What do you think of his his song structure? His song structure? His songs are very short and they don't stray a lot in terms of like variants. They're pretty Yeah, on this album especially. I will say on Taboo, he displays again, this is an album of bangers. It's kind of one-dimensional. Um, but Taboo did display a lot more versatility than this album does. He has more, a lot of songs that are just more interesting, uh, and that are better, like, penned, actually. But, again, he's making this album for the sake of going ape shit, Right. And I think he, I think he does a good job of it. I, do you um, think that this is, like, an album, like, to enhance his live performance. Yeah. Like, if you look at what his uh, discography was before, and then add this onto it, and think, okay, what would he play at shows? He could play all this shit, and it'd go, it'd smack right. live. Right, That's what it's like. 
I think he like, and if you took a handful of these and added it to what he already had, it's like that would dramatically improve his show. And yeah. He played, he played, um, how um, long was he up there for? Like 50 minutes, maybe it was, it was a pretty long opener, but he, you gotta nice. think if his songs are all three minutes, he covered a lot of material. Right. So he's got some songs that reach above the four minute mark. Very it few. De- it just depends on where you're looking. How long is Black Balloons? Like four minutes. Black Balloons is three minutes, th- thirty oh, seconds. Really? Okay. Clock Cobain is four ten. Um, there's some other songs off off of. Yeah. Switch it up, which is over three minutes, well over three minutes, as well as Taboo, just the opening song. Uh, everything off of Taboo is there's more substance to Taboo than there was to this record because Taboo is something like fifty minutes long. This is half. And the length. it had. Taboo also had a lot more uh, a lot more people involved with the project. So there right. were a lot of, like, especially on Black Balloons, I think would right. be the best example of, like, a perfect um, combination of, right. of artists coming together. Absolutely. And I feel like if you're trying to draw comparisons between Taboo or you had expectations from Taboo, like you wanted the next project to sort of follow that upward trend you are going to be sorely disappointed by this album and i must confess that coming off of the hype of taboo at first i wasn't a big fan of this record right i was on that train and then i kind of under finally understood what it's for and right take it for what it is you know yeah don't try and compare it to his past work because like they're incomparable they are not even in the same fucking ballpark even if you like go back to his first some whatever you call it, album and you right. and like you said that's a mixtape then you right. gotta you can't grade that the same way because right. no. you know uh i think the same thing with logic like not on the same level because i don't think logic right now is in the headspace that denzel is but or if, on the same creative like number one the creative upward depends. trend different and, different uh, worlds uh because i want to talk about because speedboat was the other track that he released yeah. prior to this album and uh the um the bad and bougie flow that he has on the hook uh kind of put me off from it a little bit at first but it's different enough plus he sings a melody which uh the migos did not do on that track so like i i can overlook it plus the uh the um the vocal cut i guess you could call it a bridge or a pre-chorus or something like that prior to the i guess you'd call it a pre-chorus um sort of this phase down uh pitched lower um these vocal chords and stuff and they sound haunting and ghostly as fuck and it gets it's great i love it and the instrumentals bouncy it's kind of it's kind of one-dimensional but again that's what you're getting on this album it's a banger it's what you're getting I think it's good, and I actually think that he broke the form more on this track than he does on, than he does on a lot of the other songs. I'll get into that in the next section, but I mean, there's a bunch of other tracks on here that I fucking loved. Like, I don't. Do you have anything specific to say about Speedboat? Other no, than, I mean I'm the piano is re- good. I'm not really gonna go specific. Okay, I mean like Wish Kiddo Marv featuring Kiddo Marv. The Kiddo Marv feature was amazing. It was a really good feature. Yeah. And yeah. the just the instrumental is summery and sunshiny and like a bunch of watery icy pianos all over the thing and yeah. these great sunshine he, he does have a pretty, guitars. He does have a pretty um he has a pretty distinct track listing like 
I think that his, like, when you listen to Logic's projects, so much of it is like the rest of it. You listen right. to the one song and it kind of carries that theme. Denzel Curry is just all over the yeah, place. Absolutely. From listening to the title track on Taboo to, or the, the first track, and then going ahead in, in straight into Black Balloons, and then to the next song, and then you get to Cloud Cobain, it's all different. It's all over the place. And yeah. then. You know, going now to Zoo, listen to the first track and then listen to Ricky. And then as you go down this list, there's no straying, you know, there's no lack of creative. He doesn't really, he ideas. doesn't really stray he too far away. Everything. Yeah, he doesn't really stray too far away from his comfort zone, but at the same time, he covers a lot of stylistic bases. Right. And none of it, none of it comes off as the same thing. Which no, is the agreed. biggest problem that I have with so many rappers is that yeah. they find what they're comfortable with and then they might, you know, replicate that. And there right. are artists that will do that because they're going to make tons of money from it. And Denzel is not about that. The right, dude absolutely. is expanding immensely on what he's comfortable with. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. Absolutely. I agree. And I mean, like... Never mind. Uh, the Bushy B interlude on here, I liked. I thought the instrumental was good, and I think his flows are just great. I just wish it wasn't an interlude, because there are, like, two different interludes following that. So, it's... The the album spacing isn't ideal, but then again, it's not like... I almost wouldn't even call this, like, an album. It's kind of like a collection of songs. Yeah. But it's released album form, so... It feels like a live compilation to me. Kind of. Yeah. Um, Shake featuring Sam Sneak. This is a party track. This is for sure. Like, there is absolutely no lyrical depth to this song. It's just about shaking ass and, like, dishing money like shit. But it's fun, you know? Take it for what it is. It's kind of it's kind of hilarious. And it's over the top. He's aware of it. It's fine. I much prefer, though... Uh, the closing track on this song pat holy shit this is like you this is the hardest thing denzel curry has put out in a while it's it goes harder than anything off of taboo did um although there were some runner-ups like in the last leg of the album where Um, where would you compare it to psycho which has just come out the single psycho's hype in a different way because like but Pat, he's towards just, the end, it's pretty hard. That's true. But, like, Pat is just distorted bass and screaming all over the song. Okay. Like, all the ad-libs is just him, like, screaming them back. Okay! Like, it's... It's hype as fuck. And, I mean, it's the same sort of two-minute, 30-second time limit that he's put himself on. Um, keeping it short and sweet, not overstaying his welcome. But he, this album definitely goes off with a fat bang. A... Big, fat, juicy bang. It leaves it left a good taste absolutely. for me, and I'd like to listen to what comes out next. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think this is also like album this is with. like a rollout album. This is a hype album. Like he's putting this out to keep people again like satisfied, keep your stomach full until the next album. It's just right? a just year after Taboo. Yeah. So. Yeah. He he's making some music. Absolutely. Are you ready to get into the next section? Yeah, I I think we're going to expound upon some of the ideas that we've previously put down, such as being kind of one-dimensional, but, uh... 
Okay, so the problems that I do have with this album, again, it being kind of one-dimensional, I feel like some of his flows show up more than once on this album, as well as what you said earlier about song structure, um, but kind of a little deeper than that. Um, there's some similar BPMs that show up on here, and it kind of, like, it gave me deja vu, especially, like, Ricky um, was one of them, and then Automatic was another one, and then Carol Mart, like, Automatic shared so many similarities with Ricky, but you know what, give it a pass. It wasn't, it wasn't an incredible song. Again, he's kind of, like, he's got some funny wordplay here and there and he's got um the instrumental still smacks but his flow is weird and um his vocal inflection also is weird like he's slurring together his words in a weird way um not slurring but you know what i mean kind of bleeding his words together um but carol mart was like i've definitely like heard this structure before and it's the same sort of rubbery bass and all of this shit right but the thing is, I mean, there are different frequencies and stuff like that that you can use for that bass, and it shows different different variations of it show up across the album, but it's like he used a lot of the same ideas on some of these songs, a lot of the same flows, and a lot of, it kind of, it kind of ruined the enjoyment for like, because I mean, Ricky was great, Ricky was a great track, but it kind of ruined the enjoyment of automatic and carol mart for me it was only really those three tracks that like really stuck out to me as being like kind of iffy like already done over yeah i mean yeah i got that feeling from i mean the the same thing but also like there are there's there's not a, a gigantic amount of difference between his songs and what he's covering because of the the actual content right so i think i think that it like i think that these songs go better as i said before in a live setting or maybe if like you put songs that were similar in an ep and then another one in an ep wow that was a lot of peas yeah that was a lot of peas if you put one in an ep put the other set in an EP and then you just had two separate little works you could put out. I feel like that might flow better than in an album form because yeah, these are the flow of straight up kind of weird bangers. These don't, you know, it's not a, it's not a cohesive piece. Right. In my opinion, but that doesn't yeah. make, that doesn't make a lot of the tracks bad. It's just a lot of them go hand in hand with each other too much. Right. I, but again, like, there's night and day differences on this album. Like, if you're trying to compare Pat with Wish. Right. The, absolutely no comparison. Right. None whatsoever. Speedboat and Ricky, like, no comparison whatsoever. It's the, I mean, they're both trap bangers, and that's, like, just about it. You know, it's not, the dude has versatility. The dude has flow. The dude has some very, very good ideas. I just think that this album was a little bit too one-dimensional, as well as some of his flows were off, as well as the Rick Ross feature. I didn't like that much off of Birds. Otherwise, I liked the Birds track. It was pretty good. It's probably a track that I'll return to, but maybe I just don't like Rick Ross. But Also, the Yo interlude. Yo. Yeah. That, that was, was attractive. That was interesting. That was hot. Yeah, that was kind of... Hmm. Kind of, uh... <laughs> you know, for... Really, for 12 songs, 
it's not a ridiculously large amount of content. No, this is not it's completely not, substantive. It doesn't break 30 minutes no. with 12 tracks. Again, to, he has three different interludes all in the last leg of the album, which right. is a weird way to space it out. Um, and I would argue that it kind of ruins the last leg a little bit. But otherwise, you know what? This is an album of bangers. And for that, I enjoyed a lot of the content. It was short, sweet, yeah, I agree. got to the point, did its job, and did its job pretty well a lot of the times. In fact, most of the time. So, yeah, we ready to wrap this one up, sir? Yep. Let's do that then. Ricky is my father. Ricky is the one who got me here. He was like mainly the first believer in my music when everybody was making fun of me. Him, my brother Moot, they used to be there like 24-7. My dad actually flew out with me for my first out-of-town show in LA, and that was dope. He was like, yo, you could do the show, I just gotta come with you. Make sure everything was straight, I got my money and everything was cool. We had a whole week of just duds, like our whole week was just full of like whack-ass tracks and shit, and this was the one that just came out like hard as hell. We didn't complete it that day. We just chilled for like a, probably like five days, you know, get the energy up, get the chi up, and then I just stumbled across, I was looking for like a like this um song from, uh, DJ Screw, like, you know, Fat Pat and stuff like that, like just going through their freestyles and stuff. And then I stumbled upon a freestyle on accident and I was like, oh, this is hard. So I started, I sent it to them and then he was like, yo, this is really tough. I freestyled it. It was all the top of the head because, you know, you got to put your mind to the pad to remember it, then back to the mic and then you got to recite it over and over again. And then you might get tired of that same flow. So my process was like, Okay, mine to mic. Like, I don't want the middleman. The pad was the middleman, so it was just mine to the mic. Excuse me while I uh whip out my drugs. <sighs> fat rip. Ah! Welcome back to a severe case of asthma <laughs> with with Ian and Ian. <laughs> Asthmar. Mm. I run fast, just not long. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. <laughs> that's like your motto that is your catchphrase that's it. yep I run fast just not long with just about everything in my life mm. watch out ladies <laughs> for this two inch punisher um <laughs> my girlfriend hates me um it's like a candle it just gets smaller every time <laughs> 
Oh, fuck off. Down fuck you. We're done. To the uh, so, this was an interesting album. This was an interesting album to review. This was an interesting album to listen to. In that, I have never listened to the to an album for the purpose that this album was put out for. Hmm. Um, the The purpose of this album was different for me. Uh, and the adjustment process was also... There, there was some time to get used to what this album is here for. But after I grappled with that, there's some worthwhile stuff on this album. That is, like, my conclusion. There is definitely some worthwhile material on this album as... I'm not going to say substance-less because it's not substance-less, but for the short runtime and for a lot of the very quick and... Um, kind of here and then gone songs that you have on here. I think that there's still a lot of personality and a lot of great production and a lot of uh, well-written lines and hooks and stuff like that, stuff that gets stuck in your head, as well as Denzel Curry has a great sense of melody uh, for a hook, which for a rapper is incredible. Um, like, I don't know. This dude's just a, a threat on all fronts. Uh, got nothing for respect for for him. Got nothing but respect for him. English, go ahead. Um, aside from the few uh, throwaway tracks that we talked about, yeah, which you know, it depends on the person if they're going to be throwaway or not. I think that this being a banger album, I don't think that those songs lived up to the rest of them. So for me, I'm not going to go back to them. I also don't think that this is an album that I'm going to listen to. All the way through. Every As game. an album. No. This is definitely something I would cherry pick. And that, you know, that that's just the way I'm going to be with this project. Right. It's not something I'm going to go back to as a cohesive whole. Right. Doesn't bring down the entertainment value, though. Right. No, there, like, like you said, there are some incredible bars, incredible wordplay. Um, Ricky was my favorite track. Yeah. Ricky, I for think sure Ricky was is like going to be. Point everybody's favorite track pat was also incredible yeah it was just, i like speedboat speedboat wasn't as good as ricky but speedboat and wish was, was good wish was amazing actually yeah but ricky was the crown jewel yeah i think that there were some really strong features on this project which i didn't expect because i didn't love probably half of the features on taboo so i this was actually a step up for me okay so and that's just me and i haven't listened to taboo a ton maybe like Taboo was definitely three, better than this three album. Three full listens. The Taboo was just on a different level, but uh It's just anyway. a different, you know. That just that to me palette. that to me was an album. An album. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um so what what are we feeling on this one? Um I'm feeling a low to mid seven. I'm feeling a mid seven. That's about where I'm at. Really? Mid, yeah, mid maybe to like high five. Air high five, because I'm too far away from you. It's okay. On the other side of the table. I can at least, at least I can see your eyes this time. Are you coming? Oh, you're coming here. This is Tyler's mic. Hi, everybody. High five. Back to mic one. <laughs> <laughs> I am so stupid. Um, that was the cutest I, little clap. <laughs> I'm feeling like a 7.6 to a 7.7. That's where I'm at, pretty okay. much. Maybe on a good day, a 7.8. Wow. <laughs> just getting up there. Keep I know. Going. Right. 
What's it on a great day? <laughs> oh, well, on a great day, I'd say about like a nine. If we, I mean, we could keep going. I'm, I, you know what? This album's a fucking ten. <laughs> this well, is, this is like a 7.7 for me. I think that's where I'm comfortable with saying that. 7.7, because there was some good material on here. I'm glad we found it. Um, Something we didn't go over, but tour dates. Hey, if you want to go see Denzel Curry live, you can't. He's not touring. <laughs> Maybe next time. Catch him on the next one. Ow. <laughs> Fat rip. I'm, I'm trying to sneeze so hard right now. Thank you for listening. Thank you for Ian's listening. Ian's getting muted over there. <laughs> Let me know when you're feeling better. Thank you for listening. If you would like to follow us on... You're muted. Nobody can hear you. If you would like to... Fuck off! If you would like you're to... A prick! If you would like to follow us on Instagram, you can do that at... Sound audits. If you want to follow Denzel Curry, follow him at Denzel P. Curry, I think, on Instagram. Something like that. Just just type Denzel in Denzel. Curry. Nobody like, else yeah. is named Denzel. Go ahead. You're going to find him. <laughs> yeah. It's not that hard. Check out his other material, because his other material is oh, yeah. stellar. Listen Absolutely to stellar. Would highly recommend Black Balloons to pretty much anyone. I think that they would Black find Balloons merit is a, in it. definitely a high moment on that album. Yeah. Very, very good. Yep, Good uh, it was definitely the high moment for me at his show, and that was kind of taking a step back in terms of, it was chill, so. Cool. I enjoyed that, but yeah. I don't know if everyone else did as much, because again, they were there to rage. Absolutely, yeah. 14-year-old white raging <laughs> women. <sighs> mosh pit. Oh my god. Watching I can't a Billie Eilish mosh pit is like watching a unicorn get in an argument. It's like... It's pretty gentle, you know what I'm saying? Oh, let's mosh right. Oh, I'm sorry, I stepped on your foot. (laughs) 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 Thank you for listening. Yeah, I can't wait until he releases a new project. Be on the lookout for a new Denzel Curry project because we will be reviewing that, and that's going to be a much more substantive review for sure. Because, yes, well, this man is on what it is. Yeah, that is true. But I, I suspect that there is going to be not an album like Taboo, but something as, um, as daring and as out there as Taboo was. I'm hoping for that. That's what I'm like. Another high bar for Denzel. Sick. But yeah, thank you for listening. Go, go listen to Denzel Curry. Go follow us at Sound Artist Podcast on Instagram. Don't follow us on Twitter because we're not active on Twitter. We only post on. We're active. Okay. He just doesn't check Twitter. <laughs> follow us at Sound Audits on Twitter. Okay, we'll do um, that. You have been Sound Audited. Done. Got him. Uh, uh, we'll see you in the next one. Same time, same same channel. Friday, Fridays, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard. Possibly you'll be getting another one on Monday. L- yeah, nine one on Monday p.m. Nine p. Wait, really? Eastern? No, Tokyo time. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually Can we actually do that. Actually, Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's not do that then. Yeah. Uh, uh, we could. We could. <laughs> why, just the, to be why the hell? Fucking dicks. <laughs> <laughs> what but time anyway. is the album coming, or the episode coming out? We don't know. It's in uh, Tokyo. Yeah. Time. Shout out all our Tokyo listeners. It's either a day ahead or a day behind. Shout out all our Tokyo listeners. Yeah. All One time. Two of you. All right. Be Love you all. Goodbye, guys. Do, 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 do.